to come to the point where realizing that there is always going to be an energetic exchange. And so it's okay to have the energetic exchange be monetary as well as all the other beautiful things that happen. Hello and welcome to the Align Your Glow and Soul podcast. I'm grateful you are tuning in today. I'm Shauna Hall, a self-love and mindset coach teaching you how to align your life through mindset shifts, spirituality, and manifestation. Each week, I'll be giving you tips designed to help you create a passionate, purposeful, high-vibe reality that you love. If you're ready to align your glow, you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to the Align Your Glow and Soul podcast. I am a light... I'm trying to think of a new adjective. I always say I'm excited, but we'll just go with it. Excited, fascinated, intrigued. I've got another great guest on today. Um, this individual does some pretty freaking awesome work in the world. We are going to dig into all the different modalities that she uses and uses with her various clients. Specifically, we're going to talk about sound healing and all the amazing benefits. We're going to talk about tarot cards, one of my new favorite subjects. We're going to talk about some breath work, but a little different spin on it that you probably have not heard of and are not familiar with. And then we'll talk about all things spiritual. So Welcome, Brie, to the podcast. Hi. Wow, what a great intro. <laughs> so my first question, and I'm actually gonna shorten this. I usually ask the full thing. So we're gonna we're gonna shorten it because I'm I just like changing things. We're in the we're in the midst of change. Okay. We've got a lot going on in the cosmos this month. So um, how do you align your soul? Mm, that's such a good question. Oh, I feel like, honestly, it depends on the day, Mm. you know, Um, I love aligning my soul with sound or music um, that like instantly can align me from no matter where I'm at, where I'm coming from. Um, And also nature, being in nature somehow, even if it's for a few minutes or a whole day, just especially in Colorado. Now it's getting a little warmer. The sun's out a little longer. And I'm just like, I feel like this flower that's blossoming, like, yes, no more winter. We get to be outside. And yeah. So those are two of like my main go-tos. Yes. To all of that and the nature we're both in Colorado and so if you're not familiar with the weather in Colorado, people talk about, oh, it's so great. 350 <laughs> days of sunshine. Yeah, that's true. But not all of those days are actually warm. So um, today mm-hmm. was actually surprisingly nice. I am in a sweatshirt and boots and I probably could have walked around in a tank top and t-shirt or a tank top and shorts by the end of the day. And yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm like, please, please, winter, go away. I am done with you. <laughs> Be gone. So yes, love the nature and love going outside and exploring. I was just telling one of my friends, I said, I am so sick of winter. If it snows, which it probably will, but if it snows one more time, I'm just going to bury myself in the snow. <laughs> I know. And we're like just now starting mud season ish. We still, I think, I think it is from like March to May or maybe it's April, but it's like, we have a chance of our biggest snow of the year, like going into May. And I think it was like two years ago, it had, it had to have been right around Memorial Day, which is late May. Mm-hmm. And I wake up and we got three and a half feet of snow overnight. <laughs> like, 
And that was my first winter living here. And I was like, oh my God, I do not remember visiting here in the winter, it being this bad. And like, I was so mad. I was like trying to dig out my car and it was stuck and a tree oh. branch fell on it. And I'm just like frustrated. I'm like, you know, back home, everybody's celebrating going to the lake. It's hot. Everyone's having fun. And I'm here digging my car out of snow. Why did I move here? Like, it's like a whole thing, but mm-hmm. yes. I, I learned that I need a snow shovel at all times in my car from that. So it was a lesson. Uh, and then you need very specific window wiper fluid and you need to have a little brush thing. And you know, like it's a, <laughs> like a whole freaking thing here. I, I, I don't want to say hate yeah. it, Colorado, but I, I really don't like the snow. So yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it makes you appreciate <laughs> the sun when it comes out very much. Oh Yeah. I very had, much so I had a friend here a couple weeks ago from California and it was really nice that day you know high 55 I met her in Boulder and I show up to her hotel I'm in a dress and sneakers <laughs> and she, I mm-hmm. open the door to her room this girl is in boots uh long socks leggings a scarf <laughs> a vest a long sleeve t-shirt I was dying she's like are you wearing a dress right now I said yeah it's like we 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 look at 55 and we go, yes, it's warm. Yes, I can wear my sundress. Yes. It was nice. It was a beautiful day in perfect weather, but I thought it was hilarious. And I get it though, because I'm from California and I probably would have been wearing the same thing. Yeah. If you haven't been here for a while, you know, you kind of get used to it. It's its right. own climate up here. Seriously. I don't always appreciate it, but yes, agreed. It's a micro. <laughs> um okay well enough about the Colorado weather because you know (laughs) hopefully it'll just be sunny and we'll be grateful and it'll be great um so you do all kinds of really cool things and have learned to do some pretty cool things with breath work and some of their integrations Mm -hmm. but before we get into all those good things I would love to really dig into your story and what started you on your spiritual path and when did you have kind of that I don't want to you know if it was an awakening great but not everybody has that experience but what was that trigger point where when when you decided at a conscious level you were going to take a different path in life and then um Mm -hmm. what brought you to kind of what you're currently doing at this present moment in time I am so sorry to interrupt this episode, but I wanted to talk to you about my crystal business called Essential by Shauna. I have been doing this for many years and I wanted to let you know about a couple of beautiful pieces I have available. So I cultivate Reiki infused crystal jewelry and it is a wonderful gift to yourself or others. Not only just a pretty piece that you can wear, but they're beautiful to help you integrate manifestations. So citrine is one of my favorite crystals. This crystal is a great crystal to focus on your inner desires, to help you bring in what you're wanting to attract, and it's just a gorgeous color. Other beautiful pieces that I have incorporated in my jewelry are amethyst, moonstone, tiger's eye. So if you've never used crystals to manifest before, they are great tools to help you focus on that inner desire and get clear on the feeling that you want to cultivate. If you are looking to add any additional accessories into your life, such as these crystal bracelets, go ahead and head over to my Etsy shop. The link is in the bio. Yeah. So... Oh, it's such a big story, right? So we'll try to 
like summarize it as best I can <laughs> for our time limit. Um, but I feel like, no, I know. <laughs> Honestly, my entire life, um, I've been really intuitive and I've been very sensitive and aware of the other, like whatever's presenting right in front of me, like physically in front of my face, like I can always sense the other thing, whether it's like the nonverbal cues that people are giving me, they're so much louder than the verbal cues or seeing spirits or entities or really feeling energy when I go into a room or when I'm around other people. And when I was younger, I was always so confused because I'm just like, looking around and I'm like does nobody notice this <laughs> like am I the only one that's like feeling these things and like ah, just like you know because I, I didn't have anybody around me for a long time that ever expressed the same the same sensations as me or or really gave me some kind of like vocabulary for what I was feeling. So I just thought that I was some weirdo and I was just going to be a weirdo forever, which is true. I still am a weirdo to this day. <laughs> and now I'm like proud of it. It's yeah, so much it. more fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to be a normie. Like, no, now that I'm older, I'm like, Oh, being weird is so cool. It's so fun. Like, yeah. So um, <clears throat> I've just always been like really connected to, to energies and emotions and, and entities and spirits and ancestors and um tarot has always interested me like you know growing up I would see it in like movies and stuff and I'm like what is that they're cards and they like tell you something like how do you do that um so I remember probably like late high school early college I got my first tarot deck and I started just like playing around with it and um, for the longest time, I thought that I had to do it in a certain way. Like, you have to read it like this. There is no other interpretation. And then I just like had a day one day where I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to pull cards and see what I feel without like putting so much pressure on making it logical or, you know, a method to the madness, if you will, as far as like literal interpretation. But like, what does it feel like when I pull this spread and what does it feel like when I look at the cards? So once I started doing that, I really had this amazing, like tangible example of my intuition. Like I see these cards. I feel this way. I look up the definition of the card. I'm not wrong. <laughs> like, you know, and sometimes I am like, sometimes I get a feeling and it's not necessarily exactly what the card means, but I've learned through the years to trust the feeling more so than what it's air quotes supposed to be, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, because everyone does them different. And like the older I get to and the more people I meet, like everyone has their own flair and that's okay. That's actually a great thing. Um, yeah. And so was really into tarot and then I didn't really know what to do with like my spiritual awareness or gifts I just like kind of knew I had them and more often than not felt overwhelmed by them because I didn't really have like a conduit or a channel to really put that energy into um and then in 
2018, I experienced some real severe physical trauma. Um, and so through that, I was really seeking some sort of like self-healing. Like I was going to therapy, I was going to group therapy, I was doing all of these ways to work through it in that aspect as far as communicating what happened out of me to examine it to then make sense of it. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, kind of hit my wall with that. I was like, okay, like, I'm kind of tired of talking about it. Like, what can I do with this? Like, I don't want it to just sit here as the energy it is. How do I transmute this? And I feel like I'm the only one that's going to know how to do that. So through, um, like my therapist at the time, she was like, I really think that you would like Reiki. And I'm like, Reiki, what the heck is that? <laughs> and so Reiki is a good therapist. <laughs> I know, right? God, I miss her so much. She was like the best. Um, <clears throat> and she knew somebody that was doing a training like within a month. And <clears throat> it's this wonderful woman who was going through um, like OU med school. And she was also doing um, Reiki with her patients. And so she was teaching people how to do it. And so I loved that approach of like scientific and spiritual together. Um, because I'm also, I'm a trained sonographer. So I went to school to do ultrasound, which ties into sound healing in a funny way. I'll share in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like having the medical knowledge of the human body and then learning about like the, sh the chakras and the spiritual energy of it, I was like, oh yes. Um, so I did all the way up until my master teacher level with her. And then I started doing it just for myself. Like I started doing it on my own self, on my food, on my plants and like everything I could think of. And <clears throat> for me, that was such a pivotal moment in feeling empowered again. Like after everything that happened, it was like, I don't need to, <clears throat> I don't need to rely on anything external to help me or to help me feel understood. Like if I just sit with myself, I'm able to hold myself um, on a level that no one else really can. Um, yeah. And so that was really the moment where I was like, oh no, like I want to be, I want to do this. Like I want to explore what else is there out there? Like Reiki was kind of just like the gateway of all of the magical possibilities of things you can do. And um, yeah, so I really started with that. And then um, a couple years later, I moved to Colorado and I meet this amazing group of women who is um, facilitating like this nine month women's circle. And we have like weekly meetings and then we have um, uh, like over Zoom. And then we have uh, weekend retreats together uh, like every other month. And so through that, during one of our weekends, um, I was sitting in a room with one of the women and she was processing something really deep and she was really emotional. And I just like, look up and there's this crystal bulb on the shelf. And I was like, Hmm, I don't know why, but like, can I, can I play this bowl for you? Something about it is just saying that I need to, 
I think I've touched a crystal ball like once in my life before this ever. So I pick it up and I just start playing it. <clears throat> and I just like see this like energy rippling within it. It kind of looks like, like a heat wave, like over the ground. And it was like, I was kind of like knocking around the edge and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like we're doing this. So then I like started doing some Reiki as well. And, and so like, as I'm playing this bowl, I can see it just kind of spiral and then it just kind of leaves her space. And I was like, holy cow, this was so cool. Like, what was it? So her and I are like talking about it. So then just through that and like the whole evening of just like, I couldn't put this ball down. I was just playing it for everybody. It was helping everybody move through so much stuff. And at the end <laughs> of like the, the uh, evening, one of the women looked at me and she was like, how long have you been doing this? Like, you're an amazing sound healer. And I was like, I literally just picked this up today. And we just like died laughing. And it was like this beautiful, joyous, like silly moment. And then I explained to them how I, I actually went to school for ultrasound. And that was even funnier because it's like I spent so much of my life uh, studying how sound moves through the body and what frequencies uh, work with what part of the body as far as like from a scientific perspective. So then shifting that into this metaphysical, spiritual application has been so seamless for me and it feels so right. Like it feels so good. And so now I have like more bold than I need and I have like a gong and a drum and I have like all these things I've accumulated, you know, over these last couple of years. And um, it's been like really incredible to be able to implement Reiki with the sound healing because usually I'm just like, <clears throat> I like bless the bowls and then I, I ask them to be the conduits of the energy. So the Reiki is riding on the vibration of the sound instruments. And I just think that's such a wonderful, cohesive experience that is really soothing. And so, yeah, and it's like an ever evolving practice too. Like every time I go to play instruments for someone in a session I get like new intuitive hits because every person's different and every person's session is different depending on where they're at oh my goodness so, I love it what that's so cool about this <laughs> I was gonna ask you how did you get into sounding but that clearly was a tool you were meant to do you were meant to implement this you were mm -hmm. meant to embrace it because who whoever goes and like oh, I'm gonna play this bowl and automatically is beautiful and knows how to do it and it feels great so, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome love that and mm -hmm. so now you have met some of this community of women and accumulated it sounds like a bunch of various bowls <laughs> great mm -hmm. yeah and so when did you decide because it sounds like a lot of the tools and modalities you use you first started on yourself when did you decide to offer these uh, gifts to others and really allow that energy to expand to other people to allow them to heal mm, that's such a good question um really it's at the behest of my friends <laughs> that were there with me for the discovery, they've 
you know, they've become my family. And every time we'd get together, I would offer to do either Reiki or sound healing. Um, and every time they'd be like, why aren't you offering this for people? Like, and they would share their experiences that they would have with me during their sessions or during the gathering. Um, and for them, they were really transformational and they were really beautiful and they were really important. And they were like, you know, I know you're scared to, cause for me, it was a lot of the battle of like, I feel alive when I do these offerings, I feel connected on such a deep level to source spirit, self, other, all the things charging money for it feels so wrong. Mm. Like that was the point that I was at at that time was like, no, I'll give it for free to my friends. And, and, you know, I would go to the park and I would do free sound baths. I would just like set up my stuff. And, and I just like, it was really hard for me to, to come to the point where realizing that there is always going to be an energetic exchange. And so it's okay to have the energetic exchange be monetary as well as all the other beautiful things that happen. And so that was a really big breakthrough for myself as well. Um, and so after lots of conversations with them <laughs> and them pestering me about it, I was like, okay, I'll start. Uh, and I'm so thankful because I don't know how long it would have taken me to do that without their support and their clarity around their experience and just being really honest about um, the value that they feel whenever I'm in a session with them. And so I think that was really important. Oh, I love that. And I think that you said two things. One, I, I've heard the story so many times, especially spiritual entrepreneurs, they don't, they feel guilty. They feel bad. You know, they do the things they do because they truly do want to help people. And it's tough to move through that. Oh, you know, charging people. So I, you know, good for your friends for telling you, you should, you should do it. <laughs> um, but then one thing you mentioned, which I think is really important is everything we do is an energetic exchange, whether it is a conversation like we're having now or in a work environment or when you're offering a service and understanding that, mm -hmm. you know, that energetic exchange is a valuable experience. And when you're able to be confident and knowledgeable in what you have to offer and the services you have to give, it definitely, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, money makes the world go round. We're not in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. We're not here to trade things. And if we did, you would just trade it, right? You'd be like, all right, I'm going to oh, trade the service. God, I think about that every day. <laughs> like, can we go back to a barter system, please? <laughs> like, things could have a lot oh. slower, but yeah, so we, I think it's yeah. a world. Um, <clears throat> but understanding, you know, and I think that's, a, I think a tough thing for people to understand too, when they're dipping in and it doesn't even have to be spiritual services. It could be, you know, massages and, um, you know, acupuncture and all these things that necessarily are not covered by insurance, stuff like that. You know, you are, you're putting your energy into somebody else. And sometimes you're not getting, um, anything in return. That's part of the service, right? You're getting, uh, you're going to get a monetary gain, but understanding, you know, we, nothing we do is for free, even if we're not charging money, we're, we're expelling energy mm -hmm. and hopefully we're getting something back in return and realizing that everything takes effort. And even if you're somebody mm -hmm. like us, you know, we're outgoing we like to talk to people, we like to communicate, we like to be in a community, 
that is still energy. <laughs> it's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it can be draining. So realizing that, yeah. I think just respecting that energetic exchange. And I talk about that all the time is, you know, energy is your currency. It is like literally what we do in life, mm-hmm. how we function out in the world, regardless of if yeah. you're intentional with it or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Okay. Yeah. So- and I, oh, oh go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that like, even though, even though money is the middleman. So like for me, it is still a barter system because if you sign up for a session with me, I'm putting so much energy and intention and love and care into it. And then if you exchange energy with me financially, that energetic exchange buys me food and buys me a home. And so like, it is still a barter system in some sense. And I think that in my experience, what I have found is if people do monetarily invest in themselves, they show up completely differently than when they do if they show up for free. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but like even me, I I can even speak from my own experience. If I pay for a session, oh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there on time. I'm going to really show up for myself. But if it's free, it's like, oh, I don't feel like going tonight. And then you just don't show up or you know, you show up, but you're allowing yourself to be somewhere else and not be in the present moment. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an important thing that I've realized too, since I took that step to be like, okay, I will start charging for it. I will implement a structure. And it was like, oh, okay. Like I can see, I can see and feel the difference. Yes, I agree. And I hear that often too, in people who um, put together various programs and services and they say, you know, the packages that are higher price point people show up differently you know they figure out a way Mm -hmm. to pay and they come ready to learn and giving 110 percent. so totally agree with you on that because if we gave everything for free people just would not as you said they wouldn't be present and they wouldn't actually be intentional with that energetic exchange because you know you're giving a service to support and heal not to just throw your energy out there with no benefit at all right yeah exactly so you have all these, um, I love it, different tools you use. Do you have, um, actually, let's talk about how you got into breath work. What prompted you to get certified and how did you meet Candice, who is one of, actually, I think, does she create this particular modality? Okay. She did. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I love breath work so much and So, excuse me, um, the first time that I met Candace, there was an event for right after Roe versus Wade was overturned, um, and it was advertised as, like, the sacred rage practice of breath work, scream work, and I was like, okay, I've only, like, done breath work a couple of times, um, I've never heard of scream work before, so I'm really interested, and... So essentially it was advertised, like, come meet us outside so we can scream freely to let the world know how upset we are. And I was like, yes, I am there. I am a huge proponent of tapping into sacred rage when the time is right. I feel like it's a really good way shower for us in a lot of ways. And I feel that deeply, especially um, like as a woman, there's a lot of times where 
I've been told to be quiet or don't make a fuss or don't make a scene. So like having someone be like, I want you to come and be mad. Everyone's doing it. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) So we go to the event and it was absolutely life-changing. I mean, the, the breathwork itself is really similar to holotropic breathwork, um, which I have seen like a lot of different facilitators use. The only difference is that the breath work you do, um, you do the holotropic breathing pattern pretty much the entire time. And then at the end, you're led through a primal scream. So during your breath work, you're building up this energy, you're breaking through a lot of barriers. And then at the end, you get to just scream and release all of the tension, all of the whatever it is. And then you just kind of like collapse into this like ooey gooey emotional puddle at the end. <laughs> and, and when I went to that event of Candace's, I had one of the most intense psychedelic experiences I've ever had in my entire life just from breathing a certain pattern for a certain amount of time in a certain setting. And for me, being such a big proponent of like, place and setting for things I mean I just remember going up to her afterwards and being like I don't know what you just did to me but let me tell you my experience and like I tell her all the things that I saw and she was like oh man that sounds like really amazing I wish I could do that or something like that and I was like who are you like what what is this like I was just so flabbergasted and so then I started following her on Instagram and then just like a few months after that, she announced she was doing the facilitator training. And I was like, I have to do this. Like, I don't know how I'm going to afford it. I don't know if I'm going to have time for it, but like, I will make it work. This is a priority. Cause like my inner knowing was screaming at me, like, girl, you got to do this. Like, don't put it off. Um, so yeah. And I had my discovery call with her about it and it went really well. And the, whole process of going through the training like changed my life in so many ways and from the simple it's not simple but from the fact of like you know the group was so amazing that I was with and Candace is such a wonderful space holder and teacher and then having to do the work at the same time like we weren't just sitting and learning about breath work we had requirements of like how much we were supposed to receive and give for breath work. So I did more breath work in that three months than like, I probably will for the rest of my life. Like it was like, so it was like multiple times a week, every single week. And then we would go to events and then, you know, and, but I, but I, I wanted it. Like I, I dove straight into it, like ready for it. And I'm just like so excited because it is something that I haven't seen before. And since we've graduated, um, she's really implemented her idea that she's had for a long time about screen church, Mm. which is every Sunday it is affordable. It is open to anybody and it's in an old refurbished church that, um, one of my friends, uh, co-created with a bunch of people. It's called shared ground and it's a community-driven space, um, and they're doing a lot of amazing things, so check them out, and so to, like, 
have 30 people in a room in a church every Sunday, like going through their emotions and doing the work and being held in community. Like, I don't know. It just lights me up in such a way that like, I'm always crying at the end of it. Like whenever everyone's like screaming at the end, I'm just like so moved to tears still. Cause it's, it's incredible. Like, you know, just thinking about how much we all suppress and we all push down and we all ignore for whatever reason it is. And then to be able to step into a, a room of sometimes strangers, sometimes friends, and just like allow yourself to meet yourself in those parts that have been so shut out and then like let them out. Like, oh my God. Let that energy so go. Cool. Yes. <laughs> right? oh yeah. okay this sounds really intriguing I keep so I follow Candace too and I keep seeing her advertise that and I'm like hmm when when I feel called I will probably come join a Sunday screen session with y'all because it does definitely yeah. looks different which I think we all should try new things and experience mm-hmm. different pockets of of connection because like you said you just never know what will happen mm-hmm I mean, yeah, look at what happened when we met at the event at Pacha House. <laughs> yeah, that was a really cool event. So oh, we didn't talk about that. So gosh, you said, okay, we said what, October, November. Um, I'm trying to even figure out how I found this event too. I think it, okay, I think I was filming Pacha House and love Molly. Just love that she's created this awesome. Oh, I know. Community as well. That Leo, that Leo woman is just fantastic. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> And it was an event with, um, with she did, yeah, she did sound healing. And then we talked about, so Velvet Roots, mm-hmm. I'm going to link all these people in the show notes because they're beautiful women and they have great businesses and everybody needs to check them out and support them. But we did an herbal yes. education, which I thought was so cool. Oh my gosh. That was oh, yeah. awesome. And then we finished in a meditation sound healing. I don't even know how to describe it. It was great. Um, flower brushing yeah like it was just it was amazing and we and we uh made our own pre-rolls from all of these herbs um which I thought was so cool like we got educated about what herbs are for what and we got to pick our own and then she taught us how to do the pre-rolls so that way it's like medicinal herbal education mm-hmm. and I thought that was so amazing like how she shared about which ones are, which herb is really helpful for the lung space, which one's helpful for the heart space, which one's helpful for the brain space. Like, so you could really like curate your medicine. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I love those women. They're so amazing. Oh yeah. I follow Velvet Roots too. I'm like, oh, this the product is great because even if you're not interested in the THC aspect, you can, you could just do the other herbs and get a relaxation benefit, which that actually opened a whole new world to me in herbs and what they do. Actually, my boyfriend got me this herbal book for Valentine's day. And now I'm all about herbs. I need to meet. That's my next person. I need to meet I love it. herbalist, like a true herbalist who actually maybe I will. Yes. I don't know. I'll do some reaching out. Cause I think talk to Lauren from velvet roots. Yeah. Like she's actually... been doing it her whole life. See, there we go. We just prompted the next episode. <laughs> there you go. Love it. Um, okay, one more question, and then we're gonna talk about you and how people can connect with you. Actually, maybe two more questions. So um okay. let's <laughs> I think we touched upon this a little bit, but 
let's dig into sound healing. And if somebody's never really heard of the concept, what are some benefits and what are maybe some results you've seen from people that you've interacted with and done sound healing, sound baths for? Mm, Love that. Um, So as far as results, um, or no, we can do benefits. Um, So the benefits that I found are the sound healing really first and foremost helps facilitate a really deep meditative state. Mm. Um, I think it's a good combination of yes, the vibrations and the sounds, and also the fact that all you have to do is show up and lay in a comfy spot for the entire time. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to like follow any instructions. Um, you don't have to move if you don't want to. And so just being able to like lay down and receive a session. I think we don't sit still enough and we don't take time to relax enough. A lot of us, I feel we're always doing, thinking, making lists, you know, there, there's so many contributions to that. And so being able to lay down is such a gift in and of itself. And um, so a deep meditative state, um, it helps move uh, stagnant energy within your chakra system. And especially with me utilizing the Reiki at the same time, um, I feel like it really helps move things in a really gentle way. Like it's, it's very soothing and calm. It's not like aggressive or quick in any way where I feel like breath work can be a lot more, um, intense and quick and, uh, yeah, intense and quick, <laughs> where sound healing is a lot more calm. Um, it helps promote better sleep. It helps relieve um, physical discomfort as far as like migraines, stomach issues, uh, menstrual discomfort. Um, <clears throat> and I even have one of my really good friends. I love her so much. She's like one of the most magical people I've ever met. One time she told me that after, after a session, uh, she went home and she felt like she had something in her ear. So she goes to clean it out. And I guess she has this, sorry if this is gross, but this is like one of the coolest things I've ever heard. (laughs) She like went to clean out her ear and like all this wax came out of her ear, like a lot, but she has this condition where she like overproduces earwax, but she can never get it out because it's like too far in her ear. Mm-hmm. She has to go into a specialist and have them clean it out. And so she called me and she was like, oh my gosh, this has never happened. Like I have to go pay a doctor to get this out in the vibration. I could feel it humming in my ears. And I thought maybe it was too intense. Maybe not. But then I came home and it's amazing. I have to do this with you every single month. And it was like just this whole (laughs) thing. And I'm listening and I'm like, I've never heard of this being a benefit, but thank you for letting me know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also like a, a really common result is people just being able to find more moments of peace throughout their day. And just like really getting back to themselves because, you know, they did this really wonderful deep meditation with vibrational medicine 
And so that kind of like knocks things loose and it, it's a feeling. And I, I feel <laughs> that as humans, it's so much easier for us to go back to something when we have like a, like an all encompassing feeling about it. Mm -hmm. So in sound healing, when you're fully encompassed in the vibration and <clears throat> in the medicine, it's easy to remember like, oh yeah, it's okay. Like I can take a breath. Like I can calm myself for a minute. I don't have to be all the way at 10. I can come down. Um, so that's something that I've heard a lot as well. Oh, love that. I love that. If you have never done, I've actually done a sound healing, but I have sound um, bowls that I use on mm. myself and they're immediately, you almost, it's like an immediate drop. You, mm -hmm. if you're feeling anxious or right, right now, I don't feel really anything crazy, you know, no stress or anything. But if I were to go use my sound bowl, I would immediately feel a little calmer, a little more mm -hmm. present, a little more dropped into the current space. And I think again, just vibration, just vibration and energy, it, it expands things that we're not even really fully aware of. And it allows you to mm -hmm. just be present. And I love that you said that we often struggle with just being present. I say that all the time <laughs> and I, I do the same thing. I have a mm -hmm. hard time not getting on my phone if I'm sitting still for too long. And so recognizing that and, you know, we're not perfect. So realizing, Hey, there are mm -hmm. some tools like breath work or sound healing or other good modalities to allow you to be present and forget about the phone for <laughs> a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, people have been using vibrational medicine for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important to know too, of like, it may seem like it's new, but it's not. And it's been around for so long for a reason, just like breath work or yoga, like these or energy work, these ancient practices are kind of resurfacing, I think, because we've, we've gotten so far away from them that, you know, now we're kind of going back to our roots of like community and, and ancient teachings. And it's like, Oh, okay. No wonder this stuff works so well. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Oh, we can talk about other things with that, but that'll be another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> part, part two. <laughs> um, okay. One more question. And then we will wrap up with how people can connect <clears throat> and sign up for any of these great things we just talked about. So what are you learning currently and, or maybe you're not learning, but you maybe learned something recently, but what are you learning and what, why are you, you know, on that current knowledge track? I always recognize with, especially people who are leaning more in the spiritual realm that the learning never ends. <laughs> Honestly, no, <laughs> like, it's just so much fun to, to keep learning. Um, so right now, um, I've been really interested in revisiting my yoga training mm. so during the pandemic I got through about 100 hours of my 200 hour um, but it was all virtual and then I missed a day and it was yeah I just like was like ah, I don't want to do this anymore because I really wanted to be in person mm -hmm. I felt like I, I needed someone in person to tell me like how how my body was like if it was correct or not or you know um, so that's something I'm looking into. And again, it's mostly for me, just for my own knowledge of my own body. 
um, but also for more understanding of other people's bodies as well, because I think they kind of go hand in hand. Um, and I'm also interested in learning even more breathwork techniques too, because I think there's just so many for so many different situations that um, I'm like really interested in other ones too. <laughs> mm, I love both of those. I keep talking about yoga with various people on the podcast and I have not been to yoga since 2019 because we moved and then we, we moved in January of 2020 to a new city. And so I had to get reestablished with a new yoga studio. Yeah. And obviously we know what happened. I don't even want to say it. So then everybody shut down, <laughs> nothing open. And now I'm at a point yeah. where I'm ready to get back in. Cause if you've not done yoga and don't get me wrong, I was there too. I thought it was weird and didn't understand and mm-hmm. was like, what the freak are these people doing? But I promise you after, I would say it takes a couple classes, but yeah, yeah you're comfortable. And it's not even about being comfortable with the moves because you're constantly going to be learning various ways to be more flexible with your own body. It's about you and your confidence in yourself and really mm-hmm. being present. And that is why I love it because it is an hour of you. It is an hour of you and your body and your strength and your breath work and your ability to push yourself and be present. And it's essentially meditating. That's what I think about it. It's meditation. Movement yeah. Meditation. It's an active meditation. Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. This is your message, your PSA, go to yoga. <laughs> and don't convince yourself that you aren't flexible. That's not the point of yoga. The point of yoga is being with yourself and honoring your inflexibility or your inability to do a chaturanga or whatever. Like there's so many times, like even when I was in the best yoga shape of my life, which was like very short lived, but it did feel good to like have my own strength. There were so many times where I would be in child's pose for half the class. Cause I'm like, I don't really feel like doing any of this. So I'm just going to lay here. Cause this feels good to me. And no one says a word. People just let you do your thing. Cause it's your class. Like right. it's your time. If you want to lay in child's pose because you're feeling sad today, you do it. That's yes. still yoga. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh, I love it. So what services are you currently offering and how can people find you? Yeah. So I mostly do everything through my Instagram. It's uh, balancing.vibrations. And I offer um, breath work, and that can be uh, virtually or in person. I do individuals, couples, groups, events. Um, I do tarot readings just virtually right now. Um, And there's a couple different uh, options on there. There's like 30 minutes or an hour. Um, Or with tarot readings, I can just pull your tarot cards and then just send you a written description of what I got through for the reading as well. Um, I do Reiki sessions virtually or in person. (laughs) And um, I do uh, sound healing as well, virtually or in person. So I love it. You can find all of that on uh, my Instagram. The link in my bio has my schedule and yeah. Love it. I will post that in the show notes. So if you're listening, just scroll for a second. You'll see it right there. And Brie, thank you so much for scheduling, rescheduling rather. I know, you know, we tried to meet up a couple weeks ago, but really just being, you know, available and open to the conversation. 
it was such a pleasure. And again, just thank you for the space. Yeah, thank you for having me. And I'm I'm so excited for this to air. And I hope that if anybody has questions or wants to reach out, like, please feel comfortable. I, I want to open dialogue. So contact me. Um, yeah, I'm available for any kind of questions or conversation. So thank you, yeah. Shauna. Love it. And if you're listening, I know I say this every time, but it's really important. If you love the episode, if you like the episode, if you felt inspired, please take a screenshot, share it online, tag us. I know it seems like a, a lot of work, but I promise you those two minutes really help us both reach more people, expand this energy and it might inspire and change somebody's life. You really never know the difference that you can make by one small step. So I'm just going to thank you in advance for doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's a way to support, you know, artists or people you love for free, Mm -hmm. you know, a screenshot and a share is free. So please, if you feel called, do it. (laughs) And thank you in advance. (laughs) All right. Everybody have a beautiful day.